Hello and welcome to China on the Rocks, a podcast where we talk about food and beverage and the drink and service industry in China. I am thrilled to be here with my co-host. Her name is I'm Anna from Post No Bills, and I'm Logan from Tacolicious. And right now we're going to have a shot and we're going to kick things off. So right now, what are we drinking, Anna? We are drinking Maker's Mark this week. Okay. So cheers. Cheers. And cheers to you at home that are drinking with us. Okay, so Anna, it's summertime. It's hot. It's really hot. Like when we say it's hot, it's like it's not a joke. Like it, I'm, I'm literally melting. Let me tell you a fun segue. I think we wanted to talk about it in earlier weeks. Um, Shanghai has, um, I mean, this part of China, the east of China, has a weird, a weird forecast for the summer. There are things that happen before we know it's summer. So the first thing is. We have this biblical level of termite invasion. They are basically the swarms, apocalyptical swarms. They're like zombies. They show up every day, everywhere. In you guys are not even getting it. Invisible, visual, like yeah, swarms. You can see them. They get through the windows, through the cracks. They get into your bar and they go towards the lights at night. So you have to close your doors and. You see them crawling on the walls. And they'll lock your people up. They climb in through your walls. They climb in through your windows. <laughs> hydro keys and hydro wife. <laughs> hydro kids, hydro wife, because the white termites are out. Yeah, and it's excessive. But that shows that we're going to have the plum rains. The plum rains are, if you own a business that's F&B related, suck. Because it just stop, doesn't stop raining. And you keep waiting to know when are the plum rains coming this year. And no one knows until you see the termites and you're like, oh, yeah, they're coming. And then right when the plum rains stop... The heat begins. Yes. And by the way, the plum rains is two weeks of extreme rain. We're talking torrential falls. We're talking about flooding. We're talking about incredible rains. And you think, oh, this sucks. And then when it ends, you realize, oh, no, that was a good time. Oh, no. (laughs) I could tell you, I remember in 2010, my first plum rains, uh, I lived, maybe it's 2011 or 12 by this point, I had lived down by the Bund area. And the subways actually got flooded. So several subways got flooded, which is, this is a high-tech city. Things like that don't happen here. Yeah. It was pretty incredible because I don't take the subway, so I was happy. <laughs> no, and the, the thing of the plum ring, too, is that there's no warning. You know it's going to ring today at some time and out of nowhere just. Yeah, it's, and then you're, like, it stops raining and it's hot. So you're sticky, your clothes are soaked. It's It's gross. But when there's weather that is hot and soaky and disgusting, you know what I want the most? What do you want the most? An ice cold cocktail. What kind of ice cold cocktails are you drinking, Anna? Well, it depends. <laughs> you got so coy about that right away. Well, I'm a big margarita fan. I like daiquiris, margaritas, tiki drinks. But in Shanghai, the trends are quite different. Like for owning a Mexican restaurant, obviously we are always going to skewer for margaritas and for frozen margaritas and daiquiris. No, and everybody is this lucky. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so interesting, though, with all those great flavor options for drinks, what we keep seeing, and I keep seeing all the time, are spritzes. Spritzes are a fire right now in the city. Correct, yes. Aperol spritz especially, but then all the other variations of it. We have the Campari spritz. Uh, you were talking about a really interesting one that's trending this year. Yeah, that's called the Ugo. Hugo, though. Hugo. If I thought you're not supposed to say the H. I don't know where that always comes from, but... Uh... No, but so basically a Hugo spritz is really refreshing. Sometimes a regular Aperol spritz, it's just not my taste. It's a little too bitter for what I like to drink. Uh, Hugo spritz is going to be soda, champagne, or sparkling water, uh, gin, 
And then you have St. Germain elderflower liquor. So it doesn't have to be St. Germain, but it does have to be an elderflower liquor. You put that in a big glass, like one of those Spanish wine goblets, some ice, uh, some some mint and orange as garnish, and it's super refreshing. You know, it tastes good with some cucumber chip. Oh, yeah. With cucumber, I, I, I imagine that hits. Yeah, for us, I think it's because I'm more of a bar bar. People come here mostly for drinks, even though we do have food. Uh, Negronis are really popular, and it's a, a lot of the European expat influences. Um, and yeah, for the local crowd, it's mostly at mojitos and... You're never going to bet. Jay Chow is one of the biggest, I'll say like the biggest pop star. They're basically the... A movie star. Yeah, what is comparable to like Britney Spears or something? Or who else is that big of a cloud? Seal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking more like it's more mainstream. I'm talking about whoever is the biggest star on TikTok right now. That's Jay Chow here. He sells out arena concerts for hundreds of thousands of people. And he made a song in Cuba about mojitos. And it sparked his interest in everybody here for mojitos. And that was like two years ago, too. I know, and he never died. And I despise it so much. I think Big, <laughs> big Mint is paying it for that song. <laughs> the big means uh, corporations. Yeah. I hate working with Mint because for me, Mint is the glitter of bars. Once you open a bag, you're going to find it everywhere forever. Forever Mint. Well, I mean, for those at home that don't know what uh, who Jay Chow is, if you ever watched the Green Lantern movie with Seth Rogen, he plays Kato. Oh, I forgot about that. He tried a Western thing. Yeah. He's yeah. famous for having no facial expression whatsoever. He directed me in a TV commercial once. Oh, nice. Yes. He didn't speak to Look me at all. you knowing yeah. celebrity. Yeah, so that's our role. Big. Welcome to a new segment we like to call F&B Trending, where we dissect the latest and greatest hits of what's going on in China right now. We look at the media, we look at social media, we ask some experts, and this week, let's say the things got dark. We asked our good friend Rachel, who runs Namfluence, uh, she's been a guest on the show before, and to give us some of the, the feedback she's getting on the streets. And what we thought was interesting, you might not think is interesting, so let's give it a whirl. All right, so one of the trends that she realizes is going on around China right now is black stuff. In the sense that people have been using a lot of activated charcoal to make everything black. Black ice cream, black chicken, black cakes, black everything. Black suns? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, but the interesting thing is, I think that this trend, you can agree with me, is a little bit outdated. In the sense that the whole black cocktails, black food and all that happened in the West, what, 10 years ago maybe? Yeah, I mean, five years ago. But that's the thing. Trends sometimes take a longer time to connect here. And that's okay as well. Uh, but yeah, you're seeing, and we'll post it on our Instagram, you're going to see a lot of black activated charcoal foods and drinks. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, I I kind of shy away from using activated charcoal because, you know, it can get in the way of people's medications and all that because normally the use for activated charcoal in the medical community is to basically soak in all the toxins. Mm-hmm. So medication or any other thing, like even birth control can be affected by activated charcoal so i don't like feeling responsible that if somebody drink a drink without having any knowledge of the consequences it might be stopping their medication from working now yeah so yeah i don't i don't fuck with that if you want to make something black use food coloring or squidding but squidding has a taste but hey no tomato tomato i mean i could tell you literally i didn't know about uh, canceling stuff out and i did a guest shift at the w hotel 
And um, I made a activated charcoal cocktail about three years ago, not knowing that it did uh, cancel out birth control and things like that. And I think I made a lot of new, new uh, citizens of Shanghai. I actually had a, a uh, I had a catering company back in the day, like an events company. And I had a client that wanted me to do black gin and tonics. And he, she wanted me to use activated charcoal because it has no taste and all that. And I remember telling her like, hey, I have like moral issues. She's like, no, no problem. I guess they're fine. I'm like, okay. So the whole night, everyone is like, can I have the black gin and tonic? I'm like, sure. Just make sure you're not in any medication. It's going to affect it. <laughs> I had a disclaimer every time you have a gin and tonic. It's going to affect the effectiveness of your medication. Just be aware. <laughs> I did one for a uh, fashion show where we did like me and Hannah, which was another bartender here. We Oh, me and Hannah had the events company. Hey, hey, Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. We did a, we did a uh, thing at this fashion show and then not realizing all the models, everybody, when they were on the runway had black teeth. Okay, which was so yeah. so everybody like got photos or just you could see who was drinking and then you sometimes see like an ie with black teeth or like an uncle bagging stuff that had drinks which it was super fun yes and uh along with the 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 black trend there is also the colorful sauce yeah colorful sauce so like a mundane looking food that's a chicken or whatever but they drop like a gloopy green like hulk colored green sauce on it or something or a pink sauce, which I was telling Logan, he's kind of out of the loop of the, the TikTok thing. I don't know what a TikTok is. <laughs> to be honest, I'm fairly out too, but I watch enough YouTube. Um, Watching so- YouTube for TikTok? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Show me your old. Tell me you're old without telling me you're old. <laughs> I watch reels. Uh, anyway, so the, the pink sauce was a woman that was, I don't know the whole story. I'm going to tell you very lame storms here, but she was a TikToker that created a sauce that was pink. She made it in her kitchen. She served of it. The problem is that her sauce included milk or cream. And because she doesn't understand food safety in general, she started selling this sauce. So she was putting this in bottles and shipping through the mail. So when they get to people's houses, it was sour. It was exploding. It was basically really bad. Oh, wow. And got a lot of people sick because sometimes it would explode so people knew not to touch it. But sometimes because the way it was packaged, um, people would eat it and be like look fine, smells fine, but then they would eat it and they would still get sick. So there was a massive controversy and she got sued. She changed the brand. She got bought by somebody and ended up the, she ended up getting in trouble or something, but got away with it and finally fixed up the recipe. But now it's a product called a pink sauce, right? And it's this Barbie doll pink artificial looking sauce. Uh, but Anyway, it's this Barbie doll pink sauce. And actually, once it got bought by a company that did everything legal and everything correct and everything through food safety, it's no longer pink. What color is it now? It's it's pinkish. It's like a it's like a Thousand Island color. So it took away from the, the, the yeah, it took away it's from the, the crazy pink sauce thing. But I know a fast food chain starting from Shanghai that I fucking love, by the way, that I order that shit late night all the time. Should we should we be Charlie up? Lobus <laughs> spot. So, it's called Charlie's. It's from a, a guy that we know called Charlie. And uh, it's a burger chain. It's great. It's delicious. It opens late night as well. And they made a black chicken wings covered in pink so sauce. So literally the, <laughs> the, 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 the perfect example of what we we're talking about for China Trends. Two trends combined. And we're seeing yeah, neon green, neon blue, neon pink, all sorts of colored sauces. And uh, it's been trending. But I don't know how I feel about this trend. I like how it's... Instagram. I think it's fun. I don't. I mean, as long as it's, you know, not rotten milk, I think it's funny. Like, who cares? As long as people are having fun with it, you know, you got to make. Sometimes you got to teach an old dog new tricks and put some, like, you know, 
put what's what's it called? Put lipstick on the pig. I guess so. Okay, so so pro this trend. So right. that's what's trending. That's what's F and B trending. And if you want to see more photos, we're gonna post on our Instagram, China OT Rocks, and you can go there and check out the photos that we're talking about. We're gonna share some of the social media posts from China, from the social medias here, Xiao Hongshu, Dianping, and so on. And you can get a closer look. Oh, we have a segment we like to call F and B Horror. Woo! It's Friday night, midnight. Full moon. Karens are at the bar. People are yelling. There'd be a herd of Karens. The orders are wrong. Wait, fucked up. The weeds have never been this deep or dark before. And you're alone. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're starting this new segment called FME Horror Stories. Please go on our Instagram, DM us your own stories. We will discuss just cringe moments, scary moments. Karen moments. Karen moments, complaint moments, and everything. This week, we're going to share some of our own experiences, but please submit yours. We'd love to discuss it. Um, so, Anna, I know you've got a good one. I have a couple of good ones. So, I used to do a lot of cocktail competitions. Yes. And one time, I was doing Shiva's Masters. Okay. When we arrived at the hotel, they gave us this beautiful golden-plated shakers, and they looked so good. I haven't taken my own shaker to this competition so i'm like you know what i'm gonna use that shaker in during the competition i was making a chinese chicken soup whiskey sour okay. sounds gross that's, it was delicious definitely sounds like it was delicious competition drink it was delicious um i was i stand by that drink uh, it was called wiener wiener chicken dinner <laughs> and i start making the drink i'm telling the story everything's fun everything's good i shook the drink an egg white drink and suddenly i couldn't hate that feeling and I'm there hitting this tin and I'm looking good I'm smiling I'm winking I'm like this is totally on purpose I'm hitting this tin hitting this thing I can't open it I keep hitting the shaker keep hitting the shaker and I'm like it's time for some stand up comedy <laughs> I turn around to the judges still hitting it and asking why did the chicken cross the road why did the chicken cross the road Anna that's at a bartending competition for Shivas with a shaker that can't open to get a cocktail Oh, and I kept going and it was not working. I ran out of chicken jokes. <laughs> See, what you should have done was you had the shaker and everything. You're making the cocktail and you go, the girl asked me for a cocktail. So I told her one. <laughs> and then you try to open the shaker. No, and uh, I kept going. And then eventually one of the judges saw what's happening. He's like, you shaker. And I was like, yeah, um, I kept going. Eventually I did open the shaker. Everything went fine. And um yeah, I felt very horrific at that moment, and I think it reminded you of another story. Well, so uh, did you go on to win the competition? No. <laughs> Fair enough. But but it was fine. I was like... Fair enough. Top tier there somewhere. I could remember I did uh, Diageo World Class when it came to China, and I want to say it's hazy because I'm old now, but it's either 2011 or 2000... must have been 2011, I think. And all the greats of China bartending were there. Eddie... Yao, Cross. No, Yao wasn't here in China yet. Cross. A uh, bunch of people were here, but it was a fantastic time. I got very drunk. But so I'm making this competi cocktail competition. It's a big stage. They're live streaming it. There's like 50 or 60,000 people watching it on, on uh, Weibo and Doyin. Wasn't around at the time, but stuff like that. And I'm making this drink and uh, we kind of had like this challenge, kind of what you would see in um, one of those cooking competitions where they give you a, like a, a basket. 
right? And you have to make a cocktail. Secret ingredient. Secret ingredient. Our secret ingredient was dragon fruit. I had never seen a dragon fruit really before. Even though California, we definitely have had dragon fruits. I just never had one. Was it a pink one, the purple one? It was a the purple one with a white inside. So like a white. Oh, white one. Okay. Like the white uh, dotted inside, like kind of like a Dalmatian dots. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll make this. You know, dragon fruit doesn't have that much taste. It tastes like wet cardboard, yes. Yeah, but it's a beautiful look, and the whole color scheme is great. So I made a cup out of the actual fruit. I, I, I caved it yeah. out. I made a cup out of it, and, you know, because you're making a drink, you keep tasting, and I keep tasting the fresh. I'm like, okay, what can I do to make this something? Because it's really, yeah. really plain Jane. Uh, so I'm making it, and here's the fun thing. I don't make it in front of the judges, at, you know, live. Um, I didn't realize I was allergic to dragon fruit. <laughs> Like kiwis, which I also learned about. Oh, okay. Things with little seeds. Uh, yeah, stone fruits and little seed fruits get me. Okay. That's what I learned at the competition. So my throat started to close, my lips started to swell, and I really couldn't explain what was going on. Oh, my God. You well, got I, anaphylactic. You yeah, know, I got uh, a... Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't, like, dying, but I got very Kardashian-looking real quick. Hey, it's a look. You would have trended. Yeah, I would have trended. I would have trended so early. I would have trended so hot, you guys. But so I was uh, I was trying to make this drink, trying to explain what I made. And it was a good drink. The, the judges loved it. But I literally couldn't like, what's going on? To close off the segment of horror stories, especially on competitions, have you ever forgotten an ingredient on a, on a competition? I have not, but I'm a Virgo. And so I get very nervous. I make lists in my head. Virgo and I forgot. Uh, well, you you are, maybe you're not a, a true Virgo then. <laughs> I mean, your birthday is only a day be, behind me or a day in front of me. In front of yeah, so I mean, yeah, our moons are in different times. So we have a friend, a very, very handsome, well-spoken, awesome bartender, uh, one of my favorite people, the coolest guy I know. Um, he did a uh, bar competition with a major liquor sponsor that maybe Anna had said the name of before. And uh, what he did was he made this beautiful, elaborate cocktail. He's a Chinese guy, so he's like everybody's all eyes on him for this competition. This is a huge competition. He makes the drink. He executes flawlessly. It's this precision. It's beautiful. You're like, this is amazing. This guy's going to take it. Does everything perfect. He goes to serve the judges and they go, hey, you forgot one thing. And he's like, what? And he's looking for his garnish. He's looking for his napkin. He's looking for all this stuff. And they're like, maybe maybe the whiskey? Oh. <laughs> totally no. forgot to add the, the ingredient so that you read it. Without the main thing. I, main I, thing. I've done a small one where I was making a cocktail that really needed facial beaters. And I make the whole cocktail in this competition. It was diplomatical. I didn't have to like international one. And I'm making the drink. I make the whole thing. I finished. And I taste before I serve. Because, hey, for bartenders back home, always taste your drink. Always taste your drink, guys. Always taste your drinks. I tasted it. And I realized I forgot it. So after shaking, I put the beaters in. And I did a quick little shake just to, like, mix things up. And uh, I served it. Everything's fine. One of the judges asked me, wow, is this a new technique? Is there a reason why you added the beaters after at the end you added a beaters and a quiet shake is it something to, and i'm like in my head i had the second to try to make up an excuse and i couldn't so i just said because i forgot but apparently it doesn't count because i served them completed i didn't add after serving so therefore you don't lose points for it it was just a little joke that we had and i guess they all weren't that horrific stories this week but i hope I mean, they're a little bit shocking, a little bit scary. Yeah. I mean, we've all had these things happen. Bartenders, we want to know what your stories are. Please let us know in the DMs. Slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs of your horror stories, of your Karen stories, of your, all your other stories. Uh, next week, I actually have one to share about Karen. So if you have more Karen stories, send it to us. Except for Karen Chung's story. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's great. No, it's not, not literal Karens, just Karen personality types. <laughs> 
Okay, with that, horror. And to close out the podcast, we're starting with a new segment that we like to call Drinks I've Been Drinking. Drinks I've Been Drinking this week is a segment where we're going to talk about a recipe, a cocktail that we've been either trying, working on, drinking, selling as a special, and we can give some recipes for people at home, some food for thought, something's been going on. And uh, yeah, Logan, what is the drink you've been drinking? I have been drinking a Mexican mule all week because it's super, super hot. Um, so Mexican mule is basically a play on a um, Moscow mule. Anytime you hear mule, it's going to be ginger beer and lime plus plus, right? So if you have uh, a vodka mule, it's going to be Moscow mule. If you have a Mexican mule, it's tequila. If you have a um, Irish mule, it's going to be Irish whiskey and, and you know, so forth and so yeah. on. So I've been, they're refreshing, they're cool. Ginger's really nice in the summertime. It's just a cooling agent because it's so spicy. And what have you been drinking, Anna? So funny enough, I got a lot of uh, classical bartending training. Like I was, I worked in a lot of bars that we went through a stupid amount of cocktails. And um, I'm training a new bartender and she's really nerdy. She's really into it. So she's almost bored of the content. So she wants to know more and more and more. So I've been digging through my cocktail memory and bringing up new stuff for her to try. And this week we really got into chartreuse weasels. Ooh. Which is funny because, to be very honest to the listeners at home, I don't fully remember maybe the original recipe, but I have in my mind what the memory is. And when I taught her how to make it, it tasted delicious. So the chartreuse weasel that we were making, and again, don't quote me on the classic recipe. This is from the memory box. Come out of the DMs. Just yell at her. No, this is coming from like my memory, but we're doing green chartreuse, mint, valernum, which is we make it in-house, um, mint, sorry, what I said mint. Uh, pineapple, and just swizzle it. And so swizzling, uh, if you don't know what that is at home, you see the bartenders, it has a, like, it looks like a, a branch from a tree with uh, what's three little prongs at the bottom. Yeah. And you put that in and you put it between your hands and you basically rub like you're starting a fire. Yeah, so you use crushed ice or pebble ice or broken ice, soft ice, whatever ice is not like this big chunks. And you just basically create dilution, move things around, and... Uh, it's so refreshing. It's so delicious. The only reason why I can't sell as a special this week is because China's having a shortage of chartreuse. Why chartreuse? Why? So I have had different news coming from different like points. Some people said that it's because chartreuse itself as a company is lowering their production numbers. So therefore, different countries are having different allocations. They're getting less and less. And um, that's what I heard as well. I heard as well. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's that or it's just what happened to James in the last couple of weeks, which is customs and the timing. They didn't think they were going to sell as fast and they still had stuff in the warehouse. They had a customs, like they have a, a container coming up, but it was stuck in customs, take a while to release it. So I don't know why, but this summer, there's definitely a lot of shortage and a lot of stuff. We had Fernet shortages. We had Jameson shortages, Chartreuse shortages now. And um, yeah, what's up, Shanghai distributors? Come on. Get your stuff together, Shanghai Yeah, get our stuff. <laughs> well, guys, uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I hope you guys like the new format. Give us feedback as well. Again, go on our Instagram. We're going to be there. We're going to be posting new things. We're going to be really looking into those DMs. And uh, tell us what you want to hear. Share news. Share stories. Share drinks you've been drinking. And have a great week. 
Tell Great us, summer. Also, one of the things I want to know, just in closing, tell us the songs you like when you're bartending. That you know, if you're in the weeds, what song kind of like it comes on? You're like, okay, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, like this gets me out of it. I could just go to the rhythm. Like if it's some Guns N' Roses or it's some Post Malone or it's some like hardcore KS, KSR one. Yeah, blood is no more, and uh, have a great week. Drink some cold drinks. Stay safe. Yeah, stay hydrated, and see you next week. See you next week with China on the Rocks. <laughs>